Okay, welcome everyone. Hi, I'm Giacomo here today for this uh, special episode of uh, Common in Design and Designing Commons uh, podcast. Today we are going to have uh, an actual uh, rather different episode from the previous one. We uh, are going to talk about a workshop we did in a participatory design conference and uh, to just welcome also the other uh, guests here with me or hosts with me. Uh, today we have Joanna Sassulonen and Frederick Van Amstel, um, who also took part in this uh, workshop. And uh, in this episode, we are not to have a, a, an actual conversation with a guest as we usually do, uh, but we are rather trying to reflect on that experience of the workshop and also invite voices from uh, uh, the actual participants who uh, took place um, in that moment of interaction and uh, sharing and reflection uh, at the PDC uh, 2022 this year. Um, and um, it's going to be a different episode and uh, we hope an, an actually uh, interesting one for you to listen and to uh, engage with us in following the this chat that we're going to have soon. Um, just to say a few words about what we are going to have here is a brief introduction of uh, the participatory design conference and the participatory design community. We are also going to briefly uh, introduce and explain the format of the workshop and what actually did we do um, in there. And then we're going to go through some of the themes that uh, uh, sticked with us and came up um, during that uh, those two and a half days of uh, sharing and doing things together. Um, and uh, at the end, we are also going to um, tell you a little bit where we are heading uh, as a collective uh, body of researchers and practitioners who are interested interested in the theme of commoning and design, and in particular, uh, the issue of uh, relationality in the context of commoning and designing. Um, so before we yeah, uh, enter into or dive into the actual workshop, uh, perhaps we can just say a, a few words, Joanna, about the participatory design uh, conference and community. Want? Mm -hmm. Thank you for this intro, Giacomo. And yes, I'm Joanna. And uh, the participatory design conference, which uh, many of people refer to as PDC in brief, uh, takes place uh, every two years um, It uh, the, in 2022. So this year it was the 17th edition already. And it was uh, hosted by Newcastle University in the UK, but also it had a hybrid program. So a lot of the activities were also online and including our own workshop uh, was online. And the participatory design uh, community uh, is, um, I would say, it, it has its, its own history. Uh, with the Scandinavian participatory design that started back in the 1970s with these democratic um, engagement of uh, researchers, mostly in information uh, systems and the, together with trade unions who are very concerned about 
how uh, information technologies were being uh, imposed on workers in the workplace. But since then, much has happened. Uh, participatory design has gone uh, quite global, I can say. Uh, and the participatory design conference has taken place in many Scandinavian countries, but also around the world. Um, in Australia, in Namibia, in the US. Uh, during COVID, it was supposed to take place in Colombia, but unfortunately, this uh, 2020 edition had to be completely online. Um, so uh, even if the participatory design uh, with the Scandinavian flavor as it started has uh, had much more emphasis on information systems and technologies, things have changed. Um, since then, uh, uh, interest has been uh, on other contexts of use of information technologies, even also on participatory design without the whole technology aspect uh, at all. So um, uh, we have researchers and practitioners interested, for example, in, in things more related to urban design, uh, design of products, uh, things like uh, questioning processes of infrastructuring, socio-material uh, uh, entities, all of that. So, and uh, with the spread of participatory design uh, more worldwide, the last editions of the participatory design conference have also opened uh, two uh, questions of um, you know, recognizing uh, decolonialization, interest in indigenous uh, ontologies, uh, and the last uh, PDC uh, conference in 22 had at, as a, a main team um, embracing cosmologies, expanding worlds of participatory designs. So that's a, a super brief uh, overview. I probably forgot lots of interesting things, but just to, to give you uh, a little uh, understanding of what this community and this conference is about. Uh, there is a lot of academic interest, but for those of you who are uh, practitioners in design, there are also um, ways of taking part in the community and in the conference that are non-academic. Uh, uh, there's always this um, uh, industry uh, uh, activities with the invited guests that are practitioners. So uh, I would invite all of you to, for example, go and check the website of the last participatory design conference. It's pdc2022.org. And um, yeah, I think that's what I have to say about it. Yeah. I think it was a nice overview uh thanks Joanna. but and here was basically the the place and context where this online workshop took place um and something that uh, it's it's uh, an occasion for us uh, uh, the three of us but also other colleagues who are not here with us today um to to bring forward a, a collective work that perhaps we have been doing already uh, for more than a couple of years and perhaps we will come to that at the end but uh, uh the title of the workshop, Relationality, Commoning and Design, that we held this year. Uh, perhaps, Frederick, you want to say something about it? Yeah, 
just to prove that participatory design is really going global. I'm speaking from Brazil. <laughs> and uh, yes, and, and I joined this group of uh, marvelous people who have different nationalities and they work in different institutions to discuss how do we um, relate through participating in design. And it's, uh, it's a conversation that we are having through different uh, uh, conferences and uh, opportunities to meet. And uh, in the last uh, uh, opportunity, the SPDC conference in 2020, we proposed a workshop on designing in comedy. And then we came up with this identity, this collective identity called uh, PD commoners to identify uh, the three among us. And then the other ones who also organized, uh, helped us to organize this workshop at PDC 2020 and also 2022. And in 2022, we uh, reflected on the conference's topic, embracing cosmologies. And uh, we came up to, uh, with an interest on relationality, which is one of the topics that uh, are brought by epistemologies of the South and uh, people who are working on decolonization, decolonizing design. They usually say that the, the cultural differences is not enough to um, accommodate uh, people coming from uh, different uh, places in the world because they might not even be the same world. <laughs> Therefore, it's about uh, cosmological, epistemological, and also ontological differences that uh, uh, relational ontologies usually uh, help us to understand. And uh, relational ontology is very difficult to grasp uh, because it requires you operating a different reality, which you're not part of. But by these encounters that participatory design propose and promote through not only through the conference, but also through design projects, people of these different ontologies, they may meet, they may relate, and they may also put something in common. And this is in a nutshell the concrete aspects that we wanted to um, approach in our workshop. And um, we named it Relationality, Comedy, and Designing. Uh, and we proposed uh, some um, two days uh, activities uh, in the 20 of August and in 2022 of August, uh, we had uh, online synchronous meetings, but in between those meetings and before them, we had some uh, asynchronous interactions so that the participants uh, could meet each other, they could relate and perhaps uh, start um, sharing their experiences. Uh, we had uh, different uh, outcomes from these uh, uh, interactions. I would say that uh, preparation was not very lively and uh, the online activities, the synchronous activities were definitely much more lively. But anyhow, we tried uh, what we had uh, at our uh, available to us in this condition of remote uh, interaction. And I guess we have we got we got some good surprise during the remote uh, synchronous interactions meetings, because we wanted to uh, break with expectation of a traditional workshop where um, the academics present their researches and then later on they might want to write uh, a collective position paper or something like that. Instead, we wanted to provide an experience of relating. Um, uh, an authentic experience of relating across cosmological differences. So the participants, the, the ones who uh, subscribe to participate, it was an open call and anyone could join, even practitioners who are not academics could join. 
Um, they came from uh, very different parts of the world. And uh, in the first day of the workshop, we um, tried to um, let them uh, be mindful about those differences by compiling a personal pile with some pictures of different uh, uh, food or objects or things that are around that person in their, in their livelihoods. Uh, we called it handiness, of this relationship with the world that is defined by the objects and the things around us. And uh, after we uh, realized how, differences, how different we are and how different are the places we speak from, uh, we, we tried to find commonalities and what do we share. And that was the, the assignment for the second day where we focused on um, the relational qualities that we crafted, we craved in our design projects. So we had this pluriversal uh, slide deck um, work that was previously started in the PDC 2020 workshop and we updated uh, the, 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 the pluriversal slide deck with uh, relational qualities. And that was the point of the second workshop. And in between those uh, two different workshops in, in the middle of all, both of the days, we had a, a discussion or a reflection session uh, when we tried to get more, um, I would say, emotional, <laughs> uh, emotional tone, right? Affective tone. Yeah. Can you speak about how do we, did you prepare this moment, Giacomo? Please. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, perhaps if I'm maybe jumping here and there, but uh, uh, I think that one uh, thing very important to bring in to remember is uh, how much the the, the actual uh, setting of the of the workshop as as a dislocated in different times and place because, as you said, <laughs> Frederick, there were people from different time zones. Uh, who tried to follow uh, first uh, through this uh, uh, social media channel where we try to invite conversation and then during the online co-located session that provide the sort of a two days of activities and some days before that those days as a, as a, a different time and space where people could start uh, thinking about uh, the, the topic, could start thinking about uh, uh, what might relationality mean to them and why that might even be important for their work in relationship to design and commons or designing and commoning. And, um, and I remember that what there was uh, a participant that was, who was very uh, sensitive to this uh, different way of uh, uh, creating spaces and times that allow a different way of relating with each other and uh, to a certain extent i think that the actual design and setup of the workshop provided uh, this different way of uh, of um, of experiencing being together and getting to know each other that uh, as you correctly pointed out frederick is it was a rather different setup that was the first step perhaps that I wanted to say that allowed people to to start experiencing that and that I remembered clearly that uh, one of the participants was uh, explicitly reflecting upon that 
building different types of relations that are like uh, not, not kind of reproducing like power dynamics or like oppression. I think that changing the relations means also like changing also the notion of time that we are like uh, having because some of the comments that we have had during today's session were, were in the direction of saying that it was good to have this time for sharing, for like experiencing like each other, doing things that we are not used, like for instance, sharing food or doing other things or having the time to think and reflect about certain topics. So I think that changing the notion of how, how we understand time and what are the outcomes of like spending time doing something, I think this is something that can help us like um, build or like build other types. I think it's interesting also how even if the workshop was completely on online, right? I think with this um, bringing up these reflections on uh, uh, you know the the relationship between people and 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 things like that, the somehow the role of the body also. Uh, up and I think uh, also some some particip participant was was saying that you know this um, it it allowed them to to bring forth this attention on the body but also emotions uh, so things that uh, maybe not necessarily are uh, uh, something that is brought forward in in more kind of um, academically structured workshop uh, also some another participant who also saying that yes i started with a very uh, kind of professional uh, approach to you know presenting myself etc but then um, uh, realized that it was it was uh, good and fruitful also to to step out of that so uh, I think the, these aspects of the body, of emotions and feelings um, came nicely through this, even if it wasn't an, an online setting. And we, just to give an example, how do we, did we approach these three different aspects? Um, so we had a moment for presenting ourselves and instead of a traditional presentation, of curriculum-based reading. <laughs> uh, we had these pictures on the mirror board and uh, people would put their personal faces, but also the things and the living beings that lived around them. So some people put their pictures of, so Giacomo putting a picture of his dog next to him, but other people put picture of uh, a lake or the sea or uh, some uh, food that they, the traditional food that they find in their localities that they would like to share with each other. And later on, we also had a, a food sharing, a real one, concrete one, not with a mirror board. <laughs> um, I remember your nice, uh, these um, pancake-like things you were cooking, friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes. So I, I went. I went for a, a cooking show. In the, <laughs> We've got in the that. I'm hungry. <laughs> and uh, and people ate uh, together. And while you eat, you just break all the rules of uh, behaving nicely in front of your camera, right? <laughs> and, and that's yeah. already reflect on uh, uh, 
the, it's undeniable that we are not just uh, profiles on the internet. Uh, we are real people with the real bodies that uh, are hungry that we need to eat, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so we also had um, another moment. I think it was a really powerful moment once we uh, invited uh, participants to close their eyes and reflect yes. uh, on what we were doing up to that. And um, then Giacomo played uh, a, a nice sound effect um, for fire, firecracking so that we could get into this atmosphere of being together around fire, which is a kind of ancestral way of uh, coming together and sharing and commoning uh, together uh, stories, right? And... Yes, yes. In fact, there was also like uh, people uh, reacting quite, uh, participants reacting quite, uh, uh, I would say, enthusiastically or positively to this um, unusual way of, of uh, yeah, both sharing, but also both uh, sharing and having time to to attune to each of us, but also to your own self. Um, and uh, the idea, I mean, to play this uh, firecracking sound was uh, something that we, we, we also uh, uh, reflected upon before for trying to, to create an environment that, as computer-mediated as it is, should or could have provided some feeling and some uh, uh, support for taking your mind away from 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 if you want even the coldness of, of the of your desk and office and computer and trying to to become uh, in the present moment with each other and that I think uh, something that also participants have appreciated and have made value in terms of of being able to. Um, Again, I'm going back to the setup of the worship, like relating in different ways, thanks to the context that they were brought in by by us together and by by the the occasion of having this workshop. before, and it really encourages me to be. Um, more present somehow and be attentive of those small nuances. Thank you for pointing out them to me, the knitting and then the cooking and then uh, tiny things that in perhaps in my everyday life uh, for reasons that I don't know, but I sometimes don't pay attention to and or take them for granted or become uh, they become blurry especially in this uh, online uh, environment so i would like to thank you all and perhaps um, i think that it's also worth uh, going back a little bit on on the role of effects in design and in common because when you uh, uh, or both, even relationality and effect. I mean, when you, uh, as I see it, when you um, engage with the theme or, or, or the context of the commons and commoning practices, then uh, if you really want to appreciate perhaps the value of engaging with with uh, with those contexts, then 
you somehow have to engage or at least understand the basic uh, idea of that uh, alternative relationalities or uh, alternative relations exist and and uh, um, in the context of commons also affect and affective relationalities are particularly relevant so um, I was also happy that uh, uh, people brought brought in um, aspects of effect uh, in in the in the conversation and reflection, but also was very happy and positively surprised that uh, we managed to also engage with with these perhaps uh, sometimes difficult to to engage with topic the idea of uh, affective relations just being not necessarily only positive or not necessarily uh, to be romanticized and also commoning as an affective relations that also has its own uh, affective relation to the world that also has its own um, moments of tensions moment of contrast and moment of uh, of um, even unpleasant encou unpleasant encounters and um, and I was yes happy that uh, we managed to to trigger that kind of reflection, and some participants had actually uh, some things to say about that. About whether those uh, relational qualities of 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 commoning are they always positive or or romantic? That that uh, question uh, stick uh, stick to me um, in the sense that. Uh, it also relates to some of the of the other comments that Frederick also made during the workshop about about that commoning also makes uh, some other things uncommon uh, to others. Uh, so so there is uh, of course ambiguity and and, and maybe commoning is uh, both uh, hard work uh, and it 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 might be sometimes or there could be a risk of of um, unexpected uh, results that are not necessarily by default positive in all the in in all occasions uh, and that reminds me of of uh, Marisol de la Cadena and Marius Blaser work on on the uncommon and also how important it is to to understand that there are some things that are unconmensurable probably and and difficult to to always paint in such positive light as as, as commoning usually is, of which I still anyway feel it, it, it is a thing to strive for, but it doesn't make it always rosy. Yeah. Yeah, I really like the opening comment for the first session and that reflects on the oppression relations which is something usually not spoken when we speak about a relational ontologies. Usually people that are starting to read about it, they think it's, oh, it's another solution <laughs> uh, to our uh, tool belt, participatory yeah. design tool belt. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't say so because oppression is, already, is also very relational and it uh, damages the, per the perception of reality of the oppressed. So they see the reality curtailed in some way through ideology, alienation, and other ways of relating. And I really enjoy the fact that uh, we are um, acknowledging that there are some 
relations that are destructive, but also we can change those relations into a constructive relations. And that, that's the, the point of uh, designing and commoning. How do we come up with this um, uh, self-enforcing or perhaps uh, reciprocity, reciprocity in the relations that we uh, craft in these activities? Um, we share experiences of oppression, like uh, for gender, for ethnicity, for migration, for many things that actually our life experiences might oppress us, but at the same time, that relationality comes from oppressing others too. So how can we relate in a way that we are very aware that we have the potential of oppressing and oppressing uh, oppressing others and oppressing ourselves while at the same time the hurt of being oppressed from where I come from we're talking about the the fire of the heart and the Zapatistas talking about la digna rabia the dignified rage that come that moves you to action to change stuff so that fire sound was really igniting those thoughts Do you think it's a good time maybe now to also discuss a little bit and bring forward this idea of the collective body that we explored in the workshop? And uh, I mean, it's a term that you have used, uh, Fred, in your own work. And, uh, you know, you had this suggestion of how we could um, assemble also through collective drawing, this collective body. Maybe you can tell us a bit more also about that. Yeah, that's something that we are collectively uh, becoming conscious uh, slowly, right? Uh, that we don't act only individually and uh, the sum of our actions, not just a, a simple sum of uh, individual actions and coming up with a greater outcome. It's really about building uh, collective consciousness that uh, somehow is supported through our bodies, our physical bodies, but then it operates as if it was a body of its own. Uh, body in English uh, language also has this uh, connotation of institutions. And uh, if you think that participatory design have worked really hard on, to build and transform institutions, so who is transforming that? So this institution itself. So the, uh, in the relation ontology, we speak a lot about autonom autonomy as an important uh, relational quality. And that means uh, participatory design, once you start to reflect on this, it becomes clear that uh, the best design is the one done by the self. I mean, the self for the self, uh, the community for the community. Uh, as Arturo Escobar wrote in his marvelous book on design for the pluriverse every community practices at least the design of itself and inspired by this we are realizing that uh, uh, perhaps uh, we need to emphasize and explore uh, collective agents designing uh, participatory session like the workshop we were organizing and then for experimenting with that we asked uh, each individual to draw their bodies 
uh, with eyes closed using a mouse, which is uh, always quite uh, difficult, challenging, especially for those who are not good on drawing, but that's the point. And it's also bad for those, difficult for those who are good on drawing. So we equalize uh, the expressive matter material. And then uh, after each one of us drew the, the bodies that we open our eyes, we see the, the strange <laughs> uh, drawing we made and we try to assemble those different drawings into a, a collective uh, design body, which is called the PD commoners, our collective identity that all the participants are also part of because they are changing us while they are participating in the workshop. And we came up with this uh, really strange, uh, crazy, um, chaotic drawing of ourselves uh, looking into a mirror that has a, had a common feature, which is leaving close or at least uh, going through and traveling through the sea. So we see a lot of wave lines in, the, in our collective body. And yeah, it was really interesting uh, having this feeling of being together in a sense of being one and being uh, many at the same time. But also that this collective body is is dynamic, as you were saying. You know, it 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 it, it evolves and changes with those who come and those who go. And uh, yeah, that's that's how we like to think of the the PD commoner. And uh, an interesting um, realizing realization from this workshop that uh, after we. Um, came up to the end is that we were talking about relational qualities as our goal for updating the pluriversal slide deck. But then uh, through this process of being one and many at the same time, we realized that these are aesthetic qualities too. So we also need to feel uh, relational qualities. But it's difficult to feel that through one body for example, solidarity. How do you feel solidarity if you are alone? It's not possible. It takes at least two bodies, right, to feel oh. solidarity. And uh, so uh, assembling this collective design body, this monster, PD commoners, also enable us to feel those relational qualities that we were writing about, but also that we were enacting or living throughout the workshop, right? Did you felt something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I wanted to share my appreciation um, to having the occasion to put attention on uh, on body, on emotions, uh, and trying to see things uh, through these lenses that are oftentimes seen as uh, as an obstacle uh, and uh, rather possibly they are an, um, an opportunity to see things uh, from uh, another perspective uh, was uh, a really enriching experience for me. Perhaps just to, for people who are not maybe familiar with why this is even important uh, in many ways. I mean, 
um, in academic practice, but I guess also uh, elsewhere. I mean, we are constantly pushed uh, on on uh, this individuality, and even if you want to do uh, or we want to do something collectively together, we are all we are always um, pushed to acknowledge to acknowledge. Uh, um, personal identity, single authorship or single contributions. Or, so the collectivity is always a, a sum of individualities, but uh, with this exercise or with this attempt to realize both what are the qualities of collective body or embedded in a collective body and what kind of uh, collective experience we can gather as a collectivity, then it is in itself, I would say, that's my personal opinion, it is also quite uh, uh, radical or transformative in some ways of, of trying to resist and to find alternatives to to be together as a collectivity and not as a sum of individuality. And I think that this exercise of drawing the, the collective body all together, even if it became messy and all entangled, uh, that was actually the, the 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 purpose or the intended or expected uh, things that we would hope, and and uh, it worked. And uh, I was positively surprised as well uh, of that. Yeah. And I guess it's not only about common resources. That's that's the conversation we need to talk right in the yeah. common uh, designing. Uh, field most people speak about commoning as being a risk sharing uh, resources, common pool resources. But I guess we experiment with sharing our bodies, our existence together, and uh, the paths of our lives somehow crisscrossed, and we came up with this uh, incredible moment of being together. I agree. I agree, Frederick. So uh, perhaps I don't know if I can draw uh, or start drawing some uh, wrapping up because probably the, we're running out of time soon. I would say that for us as an organizer, this was a, uh, a very interesting experience, not just because of, of the attempt that we made uh, for creating the workshop and providing a venue for other scholars to engage with the topic that we deem rele relevant, but also because it uh, it helped. Uh, it helped us also to to grow on our understanding of how we want to uh, continue behaving or trying to continue behaving as a collective body of scholars and practitioners who do things together around this topic. Uh, commons, commoning design, the role of design or participation in design and in commons, and uh, all those matters that come in connection to try to engage with that context. Um, and uh, so I think that it helped a lot, uh, the workshop itself, the contribution of the participants into strengthening that, that uh, understanding and then, then that, col that sorry, collective um, awareness that we are trying to, or we would hope to nurture for the future. So personally, I think uh, I was very uh, happy and, and, and enthusiastic of how it went, even if at the beginning we weren't sure uh, what could have come out of that, because it was also a very uh, experimental, non-traditional and unorthodox way of trying to do 
things together. But I think it was also nice to, you know, to go with the togetherness, to put trust in uh, in being together and uh, putting trust in um, in kind of advancing together, if you want, or going or be. It's not that there was a necessity to to go in the same direction i mean far from it but but putting trust in in that things will will move on you know with this togetherness with this collective bodies with the uh, uh, the possibility to agree and disagree and to uh, go in circles maybe sometimes etc but i think i i really like this uh, putting the trust in in that. Yeah, that's a nice point, Joanna, because most people in design are told that they need to structure workshops <laughs> so mm. that they could uh, reach the uh, their goals and they have to overstructure sometimes in a way that participants do not feel they have enough agency to uh, act on their own. But another aspect that is uh, blocked by this is the effect. If people are so inside a structure, they relate according to the structure, not to according to their wishes and emotions. And if we uh, uh, somehow infrastructure them in a light way, the, the way we did, so we didn't overstructure the bookshop, so we had left many open ends, then perhaps we have these authentic moments that we experienced um and uh, perhaps the last <clears throat> last thing that's worth mentioning that we are going to continue working on this um, and we are still uh, continuing to work on this uh, theme and we are also um, presenting going to present more thorough reflection and consideration on uh, uh, on this workshop itself, but also on relationality, commoning, and design uh, more broadly uh, in a forthcoming conference uh, next year, uh, Commons in Design, based in Basel, Switzerland, with uh, a paper that we uh, titled Becoming a Participatory Design Commoner, Reflections on the Emerging Role of Relationality in Designing and Commoning. And we hope that we are able to uh, also uh, generate some interest in that uh, community uh, but also we hope that it will be a good chance for us to um, to continue advance uh, our own understanding or our own way of uh, doing things uh, together in in, uh, in this context um, yes I would like to mention that we're also planning on uh, updating the Common in Design Pluriversal slide deck to version three that would include these uh, relational qualities. And just to uh, have a glimpse of these qualities that we are planning to include, I'm going to mention mutual responsibility, intimacy, a difference, vulnerability, um, complementarity, reciprocity, proud inefficiency, and many others that participants brought in the workshop and that uh, really expanded our understanding of what it takes to um, common uh, commons and what it takes to design and and be together as a collective being. Those are very interesting uh, new avenues for research, but also for 
um, design practice. And uh, I think we we can thank our co-organizer of uh, the workshop. It was not only the three of us. So uh, there was a bunch of people involved in organizing this workshop that we have tried to open up now uh, during this podcast. And also we thank all the participants. I mean, um, that was the whole point that we were all together uh, uh, exploring uh, something uh, new and uh, yes I think uh, at least for me that's it thank you Fred and Giacomo for <laughs> for joining me in this uh, in this podcast and um, thank you for the the listeners uh, for staying with us for a little moment and um, yes hoping for for new podcast episodes also very soon thank you yes. for being thank with you. me <laughs> as pd commoners right so we are yes, yes. yep thank you bye, bye. ciao